Chapter 16 of Campfire Girls in the Country by Stella M. Francis. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Leanne Howlett. Three Messengers. Hazel did not wake her aunt because of any sleepy desire to be relieved of her watch. About ten o'clock she observed that the downpour of rain was not nearly so heavy as it had been an hour or two earlier, so she decided not to awaken the sleeping woman as long as it seemed probable that the rainfall would stop in a short time. Fifteen minutes later she was able to hear no patter of water drops on the fly of the tent, and she was about to go outside to inspect the condition of the weather when the flaps of the entrance were pushed apart and Harriet Newcomb and Violet Monday entered. "'Oh, I'm so glad you came,' Hazel said softly. "'Shh! Don't wake Aunt Hannah. She's pretty tired and has had a lot to worry her. Sit down on this cot over here, and I'll tell you what has happened, and then you can go and inform the other girls.' Hazel told her story in as few words as possible, closing with her suggestion that she and Aunt Hannah return to the latter's house and telephone for police assistance. "'But I'm wondering now if that is the best plan after all,' she added. "'Aunt Hannah is pretty well along in years, you know, and I'm afraid the trip of foot wouldn't do her any good. It's less than a mile, but it is so dark and the ground is so wet that I'm afraid she couldn't safely walk that distance under those circumstances after the other exertion and trouble she has gone through.' Now, if one of you girls would go with me, we'd make the trip in no time. I'll go, volunteered Harriet and Violet in almost the same breath. Then Harriet added, We can both go with you. That'll be good company. Three's a crowd, you know, and we'll need a crowd to chase the midnight gloom out of the wet woods. All right, girls, that will be fine, Hazel said gratefully. Thank you ever so much. Now will you go with me around to the other tents to inform the girls that everybody is all right? Don't say anything to them about our going to the house, because that will delay matters too much. You two have a tent together, haven't you? All right, you won't have to do much explaining to anybody. We'll each take a tent and soon have it all over with. The three girls worked rapidly, and in fifteen minutes they were back in the tent occupied by Hazel and Mrs. Hutchins. The latter was still asleep. Hazel woke her gently and informed her what she and Harriet and Violet proposed to do. Aunt Hannah did not protest, for she realized that this plan was the best. She thanked the girls heartily and then gave them instructions as to how to get into the house and whom they should call up when they got in. I was thinking the matter over as I fell asleep and recalled our conversation, Hazel, about asking aid from the police. Mrs. Hutchins said. We were wrong in one respect. The police have no authority outside the city limits. The county sheriff is the man you want to call. His name is Caleb Stevens. You'll find him in the telephone book as sheriff, or if by any chance you can't find the book, call the operator and she'll get the sheriff's home on the wire for you. You're not afraid to stay here in this tent alone, are you? Hazel asked as they prepared to leave. For answer, Mrs. Hutchins picked up a small valise in which she had brought a few personal effects to the camp, opened it, and took out a small black, stocky, L-shaped automatic pistol, 
and slipped it under the pillow of her bed, saying, "'Anybody who gets the best of me will have to get his hands on me before I can get my hands on this.' These words sent a rather gruesome chill through the girls, and Hazel hastened to change the subject. "'It's too bad,' she said, "'that there isn't an extra cot in one of the other tents. But we won't be gone long, Auntie. We ought to be back in an hour, easily.' "'Don't lose your way,' Aunt Hannah warned. "'No danger of that,' Hazel replied. "'We've been over that route several times, "'and we've got some good flashlights to light our path. "'We'll leave one for you, Auntie. "'It may come handy, and you won't need to keep the candles burning. "'Here's one.' Hazel took an electric flashlight from under her pillow "'and gave it to her aunt, who had lain down again on her cot. Then she took another from a satchel in which she kept a supply of personal miscellany and announced that she was ready to start. "'Well, bye-bye, Auntie,' Hazel said, pausing a moment at the entrance before following the other two girls who had stepped outside. "'You'd better go to sleep again and get all the rest you can. There's no telling when we'll be back. We may have to wait for the sheriff unless we can give him all the information he wants over the telephone.' Hazel turned to go, then stopped with this addition to her goodbye remarks. "'By the way, perhaps we had better announce ourselves, and not appear before you too suddenly on our return. If you should be awake, you'll know we've got back when you hear us call out, "Whoa, hello!' In a few moments the three girls were making their way, Indian file, up the hill toward the trail that led across country to Aunt Hannah's house. End of chapter 16